0: Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the Recovery Guy. and Welcome back to the Recovery Guy podcast. And whether or not you are listening to us um, via recoveryguy.org and just clicking the download the podcast, and Jonathan has always got a link there to uh, listen to the podcast from our website, or if you are coming to us uh, through um, one of your favorite podcasts, Podcast channels, we are on all major podcast channels. And whether that's iHeartRadio or Spotify or uh, Apple uh, Podcasts, uh, you can find us. uh, Podbean, we're there. We want to be where you're at to make it most comfortable for you. So if there's a particular podcast channel that you listen to and uh, you subscribe to and want to make sure we are there, would you message me and let me know? You can DM me at recovery underscore guy on Instagram. You can email me, robert at recoveryguy.org, or you can uh, hit me up on Facebook, um, the Recovery Guy. Uh, Either way, go ahead and let us know what that looks like so we can make sure that we get your uh, podcast channel included In our lineup and availability to make it as convenient for you to listen and share as possible. So today we are continuing our Tuesday journey through the steps as so many of you know, uh, in December, my daughter Carol challenged me as after listening to one of my podcasts called Steps for Life she said Pops why why aren't you doing the 12 steps and really quite frankly um, I have gotten such great response from you so keep those comments coming in terms of working through the steps today we're going to be on step three uh, a well it's called Welcome to Willingness And I think uh, you're going to relate to it a lot. I'll certainly try to make it relatable. And I even have, and I'm looking to work with um, uh, Jay Roberts, a dear friend of mine and videographer uh, between he and Jeff. uh, They put together, I think, about 34 video segments, and we are looking to... um, redo our YouTube channel and then put all of those videos on there for subscription purposes and we happen to have all 12 steps uh, recorded for you in a video format that we did uh, just a couple of years ago. And the one great thing about the steps is they don't change. Maybe our interpretation of the step as we grow and we learn and we we're adding other things into our understanding, which would help us better live those steps out, which would, of course, help us to articulate a little bit more effectively or deeply but that's the only thing that changes. One of the great things about the program of recovery, as hopefully, as well as your your biblical or spiritual approach to your daily life, Certain truths are true because they don't change, right? They're doctrinally grounded in absolutes. And certainly we find that true in the steps. Uh, Matter of fact, um, the first 164 pages of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, which most of my instruction as a person of recovery comes from, has never changed. So whether or not you came into the program uh, back in uh, the 1930s or whether you're coming in in 2021, what my sponsor did, he passed away at 41 years sobriety. Uh, My new sponsor, Will, who I've known for my entirety of sobriety, uh, just graduated, uh, excuse me, celebrated. We never graduate. He just celebrated um, uh, 41 years of personal recovery on uh, January 1st of this year. Uh, I am coming up on 30 five years personal recovery Texas Mike uh, Pete the Greek Russian Ted all of those Abe who came before me um uh, you know they were doing the same thing and what and that's really what's exciting about this program so when I speak with Wendy or jazz or Scott who just celebrated that uh, I think Scott is going on 14 years now uh or or Debbie you know, with uh, with 13 years herself, or uh, one of my uh, one of the people that I, I sober coach, uh, he's got 128 days, I think, as of today. So what's great about that? With is four years, Tess is going up on three years, Wendy's four years, what have you? Uh, Angie's got over four years now. What whatever I did back then, they're doing now. And that's the beauty of what we're talking about. So I don't need to give you this week's version of step three. Step three has been this step since the entirety of the program. We, of course, learn more about the step and that's why they wrote the Companion, the 12 and 12 back in 1952, 16 years after the first publication of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, that we would have a more experiential understanding of what this step is talking about. So when we take a look at step three, uh, I will have some notes at the end of this podcast. So Jonathan, always make sure that those notes are there. And if you want to copy those down, that's great. Uh, But just sort of bookmark this electronically. Go back and listen again. I find I'm usually greater understanding when I listen to something again in the great uh, Tom Hopkins, the sales trainer, says that repetition is the mother of learning but let's take a look at step three. We're going to break it down. I'm going to give you a little bit of overview. We're going to break down some of the words and just sort of tie everything back together to make sure we experientially understand how to apply this into our life so we can learn to be happy, joyous, and free, as it says in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. As my sponsor, Will, says, you know, God... He he insists that we enjoy life. He absolutely insists that we enjoy life. We are not a, uh, a glum lot. Matter of fact, it says in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, if newcomers, I love this part, if newcomers could see no joy in our existence, they wouldn't want it. Would you? If I was stupid, born in Lum, and I came in like Eor, right from Pooh, and uh, and I said, "Oh me, oh my, I don't know if I can do another day of recovery. I know I've been around going on thirty-five years, but this stuff is just kind of hard, and and I don't think I can really do this, and I don't find a lot of joy. Heck, you." <laughs> You probably wouldn't do it or you would tell me, I don't know what you're doing wrong, but you better do something right before you relapse, right? I would have never made it this long. So we want the energy. We want you to feel joy. I want you to feel excitement. Matter of fact, when I spoke with Will last week and i and i speak with many people who have been in the program longer than me because i still want to glean from their understanding what they're doing you know not that will has been doing anything necessarily different than me because again the the consistency and the simplicity of the program is the repetition but he's been doing it seven years longer than me, right? So when you figure out there's, you know, 365 days in a year and seven years, that's what, 2,100 days, another um, 400 days. So that's 2,500 days. And then we're adding another 35 on that. So almost another 2,600 days, Will has been doing this one day at a time more than me. I want to find out what he's doing. Because he's still got the energy, he's still got the enjoyment, he's still searching for more, he still wants to know as much joy as he has, is there greater joy to be found? And the answer, of course, is yes. And we find that rooted in the steps as we progressively become more well in our journey toward being recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. You with me? All right, let's take a look. Step three says, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him, right? So understand our lives, that's a collective sort. So we are working as individuals, but we are doing this together, Remember, Alcoholics Anonymous is a fellowship of men and women, and it even talks about on page 17, in There is a Solution, we are like the passengers of a great liner when moment after rescue from shipwreck and joyousness and camaraderie and democracy pervade the vessel from steerage to captain's table, right? So we are in this together. If there's anything I can share with you, if there's anything I can help you understand or believe... It is, you are not alone. Isn't that nice? Finally, finally, you're in a place where we just understand. It's crazy how understood I was when I came in. And it didn't take me long, it took a relapse. Thank God I came back to the program of Alcoholics Anonymous after five days of trying to recapture that feeling of being an almost. But I came back to the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous on April 25th of 1986. And it wasn't long afterward that I walked in and I realized I was home. Finally, I was home. Finally, metaphorically, I never had to go anywhere else again. I was like Dorothy at the end of The Wizard of Oz. When Dorothy says, and I'm paraphrasing here, no matter what I'm looking for in life, no matter what I think I need to go find, Dorothy says, I never have to look any further than my own backyard. And the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous and the rooms of recovery are my own backyard, I never have to look further. And if you searched as long and as hard as I did and others like me, isn't it nice to know that you don't have to go anywhere else to find anything else that's going to work for you? Welcome home, right? Matter of fact, I was on the phone I was on the phone today with uh, Scotty B, who's got 14 years of sobriety, and and Scotty is a CEO and the head of an organization called Welcome Home Sober Living, and it's a um, it's a um, reunification houses for women and children in Southern California, an incredible ministry that him and Melissa and many of the other leaders. Um, uh, undergoing right now, there's a great challenge because of the whole COVID thing in Southern California, and so they're working overtime just to make sure these women have a home, that they're safe, that their children are safe. They still get the court, everything like that. But I was uh, I was talking to to Scott today just about the, the 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 fact that the unity and we have a place, and it's so nice that that when these women come in, they know they don't have any. They don't have to go anywhere else because now they are finally home. So again, we make a decision to turn our will and our life over to the care of God as we understood God. And it's actually, we made a decision, right? It is, it is something that we have done and actually we begin making that decision to where it can be made in steps one and two, right? If we don't intend to do three, we would never do one and two. We'd be long gone even before that. So, so by getting through step two after accomplishing step one, at that point, we know that we can't do this alone. I love steps one, two, and three. Steps one, two, and three are honesty, open mindedness, and of course, willingness. That's why the title of this podcast is called Step 3, Welcome to Willingness, right? And Welcome Home, right? Welcome Home Sober Living. I love that uh, title of that organization. Because Step 3 really is the introduction into willingness. So when we look at Steps 1, 2, and 3, honesty is in Step 1, we, where we had to admit we were powerless over alcohol and that our life had become unmanageable. And step two, we are open minded, whereby we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. And then finally, we come to the willingness, where we, we made a decision to turn our will and our life over to the care of God as we understood Him. Right? So, step three, and this is reading directly from the 12 and 12 uh, on page uh, thir- uh, 34. Step three is like the opening of a door, which is, which to all appearances is still closed and locked. All we need is a key and the decision to swing the door open, right? We made a decision. There is only one key and it is called willingness. Welcome to willingness. Once unlocked by willingness, you're going to love this. The door opens almost of itself. And looking through it, we see a pathway beside which is an inscription. It reads, this is the way to a faith that works. Phenomenal stuff. And hopefully, whether you're new or relatively new to the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, whether you've been around for a minute, whether you've been around for years, or whether you've been around for decades, these are truths that still ring true to many of us, and I hope that it rings true to you. I hope you find hope along the way. Understand that whether or not I embrace this step is really determined, I'm going to refer back again, is determined by my response to step two and the previous step one. Steps one and two are really the necessary groundwork for step three. Because if I don't come to complete surrender and a complete defeat in step one, and if I don't have the open mindedness that tells me I can be restored to sanity and that that restoration comes as a result of a belief in a power greater than myself, I'm never going to arrive. At step three, I will never have the willingness to turn. Matter of fact, not only uh, an emotional, spiritual willingness, but it won't even make mental sense to me to turn that 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 will in my life over the care of God as we understood Him. So, in the previous two steps, I become aware that I cannot move forward on my own, and hopefully, you have given up all rights to your life by this time. If if I could have done better without the Rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous or other 12 Steps groups, I would have never ended up in treatment. How about you? I mean, if there was another way, Lord knows we've tried. How many ways did we try before we got to the point of surrender where we threw up our arms and our heart and said, I can't do this anymore? You understand what I'm saying? And if you're not at that point, get to that point. Understand, fully realize That until we are willing to make that decision, until we have made that decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him, we stand no chance. I must turn my will and my life over to the, over to the care to someone or something else that can help me move forward with the rest of my recovery. This willingness is really the cornerstone to step three. Without without step three, are you with me? Without step three, there is no surrender of my will. Without this surrender, I will relapse. I will. So will you. So will everyone that I know, because until I surrender, I am saying, I got this, right? Well, if I could get it, why didn't I? Lord knows I tried every imaginable means. It says in the big book, we have tried every imaginable way to get better but we couldn't. That's why it says, with all the earnestness at our command, we don't ask, we don't suggest, we beg of you to be fearless and thorough from the very start. Well, folks, this is the very start. Step three is that willingness, as it says, the key to unlocking the door, the key is willingness. And when I insert that key, it says the door opens really of itself. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that magic? Don't be afraid of this step. Just like I was I was chatting with my, my friend Kay, who had a religious background where religion was really mandated and she pushed against it because she saw the the inequities in the Um, uh, and the inconsistencies and the hypocrisy as it was played out in front of her. So she went the other way. This is not religious. This is of the spiritual realm. There is one who has all power. That one is God. May you find him now. And I'll tell you what. Believe what you want to believe. I've said it before in my podcasts and when I do public speaking or coaching, I don't care. I mean, obviously I'm a Christian, so my personal belief is foundationally necessary for me in my walk. But in reality, when it comes to 12 steps, I don't care what you believe. I really don't. I just care that you believe. I don't, I don't care what your interpretation of your higher power is. I just want you to have one. Because without a higher power, you are going to result on your power. And your power, my power, our power, got us broken. The power that I had in my life and over my life broke me. Under my own power, I became an alcoholic, a drug addict, a compulsive overeater, a compulsive gambler. I was addicted to pornography. I became bulimic and was throwing up many times during the course of my day. And I destroyed every positive relationship I ever had that's what I did under my will under my decision making under my own power and it wasn't until that I made a decision to turn my will and my life over to the care of God as I understood him that I began to get any victory whatsoever and if you think that sounds drastic I don't know if you're ready for this I hope that you are I hope to God that you don't need to do any more experimentation. I hope to God you don't need any more convincing than what you found in your first step and, and your realization that Only people who are truly insane do what you and I did and you need a complete restoration to sanity and since you're not your source of sanity it must be a power greater than you and we find that power. We're introduced to that power in step two and we turn our will and our life over to the care of that power in step three. You with me? You following me? So, What does it mean? Let's break a couple of these words down. I think it's so important to understand what is a decision because we made a decision. A decision is the act or process of deciding. It is a determination. I have made a determination to do what? To turn something over. I'm making a judgment. It is the act or need of making up one's mind. I'm making up my mind. I made the decision to make up my mind to turn over. What am I turning over? I'm turning over my will. Made a decision to turn my will. What is my will? My will is my wish. It is my desire. It is what I like. This is all according to dictionary.com. I'm not just pulling this out of my hat. It is my wish. It is my desire. It is my like. I am taking action to turn over my desire. And my life, life is simply defined as existence. So my desire is to have an existence. I'm turning over my desire and my existence over to the care. What is care? Care is a cause or object of concern. I'm turning that over to an object of my concern. God as I understood God. It's kind of cool stuff, isn't it? As I understood. As we understood him. What does it mean to understood? What is understood? It is agreed upon. It is known in advance. It is assented to. It is, are you ready for this? Implied but not stated, left unexpressed. Isn't that beautiful? It's implied but not stated. So so when we use the term God, it is, it is in this case a generic term that is left unexpressed or it's not stated. That's why it can be a power greater than yourself. No one in 12-step recovery will state who your god has to be it is god as we understood god it is what god does not who god is other than the power greater than ourself does that make sense to you so we've made a decision we've determined We've made a determination, a judgment to take our like, our desires, our existence over to the object of worry. Now, we don't have to worry anymore because God will worry about that. We put us in his care. And Who is that God? It is a power known in advance that's implied but not stated, so it can be anything that you are comfortable with it being. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why it's not religion. That is why it is a spiritual approach to wellness. Let me help you, and and I've said this before, if you listen very much, you've heard me say this before. The 12 steps of recovery are very simple. They're not going to teach you or me how to get clean, how to get sober, how to stop gambling, how to stop throwing up, how to stop compulsively overeating, how not to starve ourselves, how not to hate ourselves, how not to to be addicted to pornography. None of those things. It's not going to teach us how to do that. What it will do With step two, step three, step four, step five, step six, step seven, steps 10, 11, and 12. So, nine of the 12 steps, it is going to introduce me to the power, a power that's greater than me, that's expressed but yet agreed upon in advance by those who came before me to do for me what I can't do for myself. And as a result of that understanding, And that decision to turn my will and my life over to that power's care, I will no longer want to go to the strip clubs, to drink, to use, to gamble the milk money and my rent money away, to throw up five times a day, to compulsively overeat to where I would become obese again. That's what it's doing. It's introducing us to a power that will help us become well And in Tom Bennett's case, weller than the well. That is what these 12 steps do. That is why they're so important. That is why I live in steps 10, 11, and 12. Every day as a person of recovery, I have gone through steps one through nine. And by this point, we will have recovered. I recover from that seemingly hopeless state of mind and body and I clean house. I trust God. I work with others. Step 10 is I clean house. I continue to take personal inventory and when I was wrong, promptly admit it. In step 11, I sought through prayer and meditation to improve my conscious contact with God as we understood God, praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And I get to step 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to alcoholics and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Can you see how these steps work? They dovetail. They work independently, collectively, together together to make me whole. And when you're broken, like I was broken, becoming whole is a miraculous process that we will only find when we do the 12 steps. Welcome to willingness, step three. And before I close today, I'm going to read something to you. And this is how important the first 164 pages are. And shout out to Slow Will, a happy, grateful, recovered alcoholic who taught me most everything I've ever learned about the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, as well as my dear deceased uh, uh, partner, uh, Jack F., a giant in my recovery. Page 164. This is actually the last paragraph of page 164. And this is of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. And I'm going to share this with you and I will close. Abandon yourself to God as you understood God. Excuse me, as you understand God. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. My name is Robert and I am the Recovery Guy.